Today is Pentecost, and I want to talk with you about two things. The first thing is where do we find our unity? And the second thing is that a Christian has to progress in the life of the Spirit. So on this first point, I think it's absolutely essential that we see that the Christians initially found their unity in the Holy Spirit. The church was born today. It was born on Pentecost. The church finds its unity in the life of the Spirit because that very day when the Spirit came down upon them, the fire descended and they were filled with God. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit overwhelmed them. It filled them with joy. It made it so that they weren't afraid anymore. And I look out and I see in our parish so many, so many cultures We were counting the other day, and we came up with at least 45 different countries represented in our parish. It's amazing to see how many people have come together in our little parish. And lo and behold, lo and behold, we are united before the Eucharist. We're united in Jesus Christ. This is Pentecost. Pentecost is about the body of Christ extending into our hearts, into our lives. We are one in Christ. Yeah, we are diverse. We have a great diversity here. You know, you have the Samoans, the Filipinos, you have the Chinese, the South Koreans, you have uh, all kinds of cultures. Of course, the original Kiwis, too. Um, And yet, in the midst of this great diversity, there is a definite unity. We have come together in Him. You know, in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, you find that St. Paul, in our second reading, is telling us that though we are many, though we have many different charisms and many different ways of celebrating and many different personalities or, or whatever it is that you want to speak about, though there are many parts to this body, this body, we are one. And how are we one? We are one in God. We are one in the body of Christ. We are one because we are united with Christ. In 1 Corinthians 13, he says, let us search for the higher gift. And what is that higher gift? It is the gift of charity or love. And it's that charity, it's the heart that unites us. But this leads me to a second point. Note that we have to progress We have to progress. If we're not going forward into the heart of Christ and the life of the Spirit, then we are moving backwards. Note that the Holy Spirit, when it descends, it descends as fire. There's other parts. You know, you can link it with Holy Spirit and baptism, so water. You can also talk about wind, how the Holy Spirit came down on them and there was a great wind. But today, let's just look at fire. Fire, what does it do? When it comes in contact with the wood, what happens to the wood? It becomes black on the outside right away especially if it's green wood. It's tough for the whole log to light on fire. So the fire enrobes or surrounds the green wood. And so it is with God. He starts to warm us up. And in the beginning, we can feel his presence and we become alive. And over time, uh, the sap inside starts to boil and it starts to make noises. So you go, hear this, snap, crack, ah! <laughs> and the same thing kind of happens with inside of us. When we get close to God, we start to realize that we're sinners. 
And we were so nice and peaceful before we got to know God. Before we got to know God, we had no idea that we were such sinners. And then as we get closer to light, we see all the shadows. We see all the dark parts of us. And it's amazing. All this um, work that God does, though, is so that the love of God and therefore charity might enter into our souls. Eventually, with the wood, uh, the bark starts to burn away and it starts to heat up to the point that the wood itself cracks and the fire enters with inside of it and uh, eventually becomes an ember. And that ember is bright red and that bright red ember, you can no longer distinguish between the fire and the wood. The fire and the wood become one. And so it is with the Lord. There is a progress, a deepening that takes place. And today in the bulletin, I showed you that there are four stages I wanted to concentrate on for our parish. And it's part of the vision that I want to have for the parish. All of our activities have to fit into these four different categories. But that's as a parish. But what I want to look at more particularly today is individually. Individually, we go through stages. I mentioned some parts of the stages in that little wood example, but I want to give an overarching vision with four points in this progress. The first thing is that uh, we have to come to believe. We believe in the person of Jesus Christ. We hope in him. We can turn to him and we can say, I love, I love you, Lord. And that takes the Holy Spirit working in your heart. And I pray that today his fire might come down upon you and that you might be ignited by his love. And so this fire comes down upon you and you uh, believe, hope, and love him. And moving forward, after this fire comes down upon you, it leads you to the second stage. And this is what I'll call discipleship. First stage is faith. Second stage, discipleship. Discipleship is that when I have the fire of love in my heart, I want to get to know him too. It's not just like, I love you, but I don't want to know you. Uh, When I love God, I want to get closer to him. I want to sit at his feet and learn. And are you at that stage? Do you need to deepen? Do you need to sit at his feet and learn? Do you need to hear his word and deepen drinking of the living water day in and day out? And if so, you have to go find the means you have to take, make the effort. You have to surround yourself with the Bible studies, surround yourself with the daily mass, the rosary. You have to go and hear talks. You have to find the food. But there comes a day when you're getting full and it leads you to a third stage where you need to learn how to give. And it's a process where you get equipped, you know, where you learn how to give. There's a process of learning how to become an apostle. And are you wanting to give? Are you wanting to learn how to lay down your life for others? Are you wanting to learn the different ways that you can help people to know the love of God which burns with inside of your heart? Do you know of means? There are many ways to do this. But it is something that you must progress in. It's not something like you just know it intuitively. Sure, some things you know intuitively. Some of it's just common sense. But still, you have to work at it and learn how to become a true 
apostle. If you're not giving of the light, if you're not evangelizing, if you're not uh, wanting to lay down your life for your brother, then you're not Christian. And this third stage is absolutely important. Learning how to lay down my life. Learning how to give the gospel and share the light of Christ, not putting it under the bushel basket, is essential. But that leads me into a fourth stage. Um, Often we skip the learning how stage, the third, and we go straight to the fourth, which is going out in the world and doing it. (laughs) To just do it. To go out in the world and lay down your life for your brother. To go out in the world and to share the good news. To go out in the world and to tell about the good that God has done in your heart, in your life. To invite a friend to Mass. To invite a friend to the baptism of your child so that they might know about the good news. To make an effort to go out on pilgrimage and to bring the good news to others. To pray for the people in your work. To stand like Moses did with his arms raised before God so that the church might be victorious in the war against the evil one to stand against the world today and a Christian who's not walking forward through these four stages first being faith second being discipleship third learning how to be equipped or an apostle and fourth going on into the world if we're not progressing in these four stages then we're not living of the spirit and now do you finally get to the fourth stage and now you'll never go back to that first one? No! I find myself to be doing first stage, second stage, third stage, fourth stage, and then going back and then going around. And I find myself to be doing all of it simultaneously. But uh, I must say, though, that in my life there's been periods where one is emphasized more than the other. And where are you? And that's kind of the homework I want to leave with you this week, is where are you and where do you need to grow in this picture? Where do you need to go so that you might be more imbibed, imbued with the fire of God's love? We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.